0: Going pretty good. Hey, today is a recap show, and today is the first day ever that you're on the other side of the glass. I know, and you're over
2: there because we have a full house. I know. I got booted out of my own chair.
0: Yeah, you got booted from your chair, but but
2: I was happy to do it because it's very exciting to have. It's such very exciting. We have spe-
0: well, we have we have two special guests. Well, one well, of them is actually special, moderately special. One of them is
3: right here. Come on. <laughs>
0: Brian is with us today as it Edison is the number 10 recap show. And we have special guests. I should have had John Q up a drum roll. Why didn't I do it? Um, we have my sister is here today. Hi, Lisa. Hi,
2: Chrissy. No, you have to actually talk. You gotta talk louder than no, that. No, you got. You, you, you,
0: this is not a nervous thing. This is just you gotta talk here. We gotta to get talk. my
1: radio voice on. You get there you go. Voice on. Right. there you go. All
0: right, better get your radio voice on. She's a natural. Um, she is a natural. She's my sister, all the way from Ohio.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, in the middle of the io. IO See, I taught her that. I taught Heather that. Yay. <laughs> that's that's not my school though. So oh yeah. Yeah. oh, I
2: that, thought it was for the whole state. That was yeah. why
1: I that was why I gave the kind of like <laughs> I mediocre I O. Yeah. I'm a bobcat. I'm not AIO. a Buckeye. B
2: O B. C A T. There we go. We just
1: there made we that go. up.
0: I just made that up. We got a new chant. We got a new thing to do.
1: B O
3: B.
2: B O B. Bob. Bob. Cat. I say Bob. Hey, Bob. You say Cat. Bob. Cat. Bob. Cat.
3: We're already off the rails. <laughs> this is. This
0: is. You know what, guys? I, I I kind of dreamed of this. This is really exciting for me. I lived in Orlando for like a decade and there's a really cool talk radio station over there, 104.1. 104.1. And have, yeah, and they have the monsters in the morning. Yeah. And I always wanted to like lead a morning zoo. I always thought it would be really fun to have a morning zoo show. And I got my zoo today and yeah. I'm really, really super happy about got it. My
3: zoo today. I got my zoo today.
0: Got my zoo. It definitely feels life. It's definitely, it's, it's got my own morning zoo. Dreams really do come true.
2: <laughs> it's really like a zoo because I'm on the other side of the glass observing you all. Right. It, <laughs> and maybe right? you're observing and me. And I get to
0: watch... John behind you, like making faces and stuff. Oh, it's, it's, it's amazing.
3: Just don't tap on the glass, Heather. It will be okay.
0: Don't feed the animals. It's the zoo. It's good. All right. So, it is the recap show. And so, we're going to go through each episode like we usually do. Episode 31, number one.
3: Number one.
0: All right. Number one was uh, Dream Week, part one. And, Brian, you told us you were going to come and tell us about a recurring dream. Yeah. Tell us about your recurring dream. Okay.
3: Ooh. So, from we're gonna the analyze time. It for you. I don't know how old I was when I first had this dream, but uh, I had a dream as a kid, on and off. For right, probably better than over the course of the first 25 years of my life, I had this dream dozens of times mm-hmm. where I was at the base of a hill. And my sole purpose in life was to climb this hill. And mm-hmm. I would, some nights I would get, you know, halfway up, some nights I would make it nowhere near the surface or uh, the top, but I never made it to the top of this hill. And the there's two occasions when I got within like eye shot of the top, and I thought I was was there. there? Two figures, like two people, but they were like backlit, so you couldn't see who they were. One tall one, one short one, Mm -hmm. and they I realized that the whole time I was climbing, I was like dodging rocks and stuff,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and
3: they were the ones throwing rocks at me.
1: (gasps) Assholes. Yeah.
3: So I like I remember I was older. I was like in my early 20s when i had it the first time where i actually saw the two figures at uh-huh. the top of the hill
0: when you finally figured out who was, was being nasty to you i
3: don't okay. still don't know who it was i assume my subconscious thinks it was my parents because it was like <laughs> was one was say, like yeah. one was like a larger uh-huh. adult and one was like a smaller adult and so that was my my ongoing theme and then so once i saw them for the Second time. Mm-hmm. I've never had the dream again since.
0: Interesting.
3: But I didn't... It wasn't just like a pre-adolescent dream. It wasn't... Mm-hmm. Like, I had it in middle school. I had it in high school. I had it my first two years... First year of college. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was wild. So, yeah, that was my recurring dream that you, will...
0: What do you think it means? Because, you know, that's this is what the show was. It was us being experts at figuring out what they mean. Perfect. Like, we're well, very good at analyzing My these.
2: My expert dream analysis would say that you... Feel like you're having to climb and fight through adversity while you're having obstacles thrown in your path. And that possibly the people who are um, making you feel the most self-doubt are those who are close to you who you should be able to, like, get to. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. But I can totally see how how that would manifest in life. Because I could could relate to that, you Mm -hmm. know, feeling like – because I've had dreams where I have – have it's not necessarily a hill, but it's like I'm like I'm unwrapping a present or I'm opening a bag, and I can never get it open. And mm. then once I do finally see what's inside, um, I don't have the dream anymore.
0: I had one the other night that um, I've had before, but I had it recently where like I'm trying to call nine one one and I can't. Like it, it, the buttons don't work. None of the technology will work. And if I do get a call through, it doesn't go to the right place. Wow. And I think that I, I think scary. that I had that dream because I was, like, researching the emergency numbers for Portugal and stuff. And theirs is 112 instead of 911. Because, you know, you start, like, when you're going to travel, which I'm not going to travel now. We'll talk about that later. But, um, you know, when you're planning travel, you're, you need to know the emergency stuff for where you are. And right. so it was like, a, I can't get there. I can't get access to the help that I need, mm-hmm. you know. And it was one of those, yeah yeah sorry your parents are so mean (laughs) you guys got some
1: intense it It was uh,
3: (laughs) i I remember what's so crazy is so i went several years between when i had it in like the middle of high school like 10th Mm -hmm. grade or so and then i kind of Turned eighteen, turned nineteen, turned twenty, turned twenty-one. Was probably twenty, almost twenty-two when I had the last time. Mm-hmm. And I woke up from having had the dream, and I was like, "No way! I was like, I haven't had that dream in it forever." them?
0: It was you guys.
3: It, yeah, it was weird. But I remember like waking up, like I thought I was done with that dream, and then I kept. I yeah. had it again. It was weird.
2: Have you ever talked to your parents about it?
3: Not the dream specifically. I've talked to my therapist about it, but <laughs> uh, but, but not not the dream in They're particular. Not. Yeah, I don't want to put make them. Responsible for my subconscious.
2: Well, they now they know now. <laughs> I'm, they sure, know now. I'm sure they're subscribers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, <that> they're like <laughs> listeners.
0: Every every yeah. episode, you know,
3: absolutely, right there. <laughs> Number two. Um,
0: episode 32 was also dreams dream week because um, it was our our arc. It was
2: our two. Story, it was our two episode. Our two, two
0: episode, episode arc. arc. As Brian called it, a blip. Our blip. You know,
1: yeah. We did. Lisa, do you have a weird dream? I do not have you a weird dream. You do not have dream. a weird dream? No. The only thing I can think of that was recurring, um, when I was a, in, like, fifth grade, um, a friend and I were running in the neighborhood. We were practicing. We were going to join track, and we were mm-hmm. running, and a um, Doberman, a big, huge dog, came out of oh, nowhere wow. and chased us, mm-hmm. and luckily, a neighbor saw I mean, we're running, mm-hmm. <laughs> this dog is chasing us, and a neighbor saw, and he threw up his garage door and And said, run in. And we ran in, and he closed the garage door. Uh And the dog was trying to, like, attack. Uh And he, like, got a shovel and went outside after the dog. It was terrible. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. Terrifying. And I dreamed that a dog was chasing me for so long after that. Like, it wouldn't go away. And I was just running, 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 running. Oh, wait.
2: This big dog is chasing me. That actually happened in real life? It happened
1: in real life. Oh, And it just terrified me. I thought that
2: was the dream. No. And then
0: it's, like, your subconscious processing it and, like, trying, you know, like probably working through that fear yeah you know? right. it was you yeah. terrible
3: did you have a fear of dogs in real life at any point beyond that
1: um i i get a little anxious yeah. sometimes like i feel like if a dog is like looking at me sideways that maybe i don't know what it's gonna do <laughs> like i'm not i'm not super overly trustworthy of, of sure of dogs now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. They, say yeah. The kid,
3: they say the kids that get bit by dogs are sometimes afraid of dogs for yeah. the rest of their mm-hmm. life well it takes just yeah. one time to get actually bit by a dog as a kid and now i'll just oh yeah you know Number three.
0: Episode 33, we talked about back to school. Um, my kids were back well before either of yours. Lisa's kids are grown up. No no kids to talk about there. But I want to talk about how it is with you guys being back. And I want to compare and contrast. Uh, we've got a brick and mortar. Brian, your kids <laughs> are back in brick and mortar. Heather's are back in virtual. Word on the street is that uh, the parents who are back in virtual are much less
2: happy than the parents who are back in the brick and mortar. And uh, so, Heather, you go first. Let's, let's hear your experiences back to school. Okay, if you had asked me this on... Um... Um, Tuesday which was our first day of virtual school I would have um, I would have told you that I have already filled out my application for AA because actually that's what you did tell me you (laughs) texted
0: me that day and you're like this is horrible and I'm really miserable and I'm
2: joining AA AA now just in case because I think I'm gonna (laughs) need it soon Um, but we are now done with our first week And I feel much, much better. Good. Our teacher, um, now I'm talking about my third grade. My eighth grade, I have not um, been able to sit with as much because I've been sitting with my third grader. Um, So eighth grade seems to be going fine. Third grade, our teacher just blew it out of the water with the clearly amount of work and organization that she's done. Plus, she's just managing the classroom really well and... Managing the Zoom really well. So at first, I was really, really, really discouraged. Um, and then by the end of the week, I was feeling a lot better. But I also pretty much took the week off of work. Right. Next you week, showed me your calendar yeah. last
0: week, and you're like, this is no work. And I was like, what What are all those things? Why are there so many colors? I, I didn't understand.
2: Yeah, next week, I, I add in work. I have yeah. clients and meetings and stuff. Mhm. <laughs> So we'll see. I might, I might still need my AA application next week.
0: Now, you, Brian, you have the crazy drop-off schedule, right? Oh You've got God. three schools going this on. This is
3: – I've dubbed this. So when my son – my youngest son, my youngest child, just turned 10 mm-hmm. this week.
0: Happy birthday. Yeah,
3: yep, happy birthday. We're in birthday season. We have cram in, like, between me, my ex-wife, and our three kids, we cram in five birthdays into like, six and a half weeks. It's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. freaking ridiculous. Bad, bad idea. My
0: family was like that, too. It was me, then two weeks later, my ex-husband, then two weeks later, my daughter. Yeah. And then our son was the outlier, yeah. you know.
3: So uh, where was I going with that? So, um, drop off. Drop off, yeah. So we have an elementary schooler, a middle schooler, and a high schooler. And in this neck of the woods, high school starts at 720. Middle, uh, elementary school starts at like 8, call it 820. And uh, and middle school starts at like nine fifteen. Cool. So if you back that up from when the parental responsibility begins, <laughs> I'm out of bed at like five thirty a.m. Mm-hmm. to just to double check and make sure that my young high schooler is is up and moving. And mm-hmm. so we kind of, she gets herself ready, and then uh, I drive her to her ride. We meet her ride sort of halfway, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I'm home in time to sort of rouse my elementary schooler and get him going. And take him to school at around Mm 8. And then I come home in time to get my middle schooler going, and I take her to school around 9. And uh, so uh, for the first three and a half, almost four hours of my day, I'm putting about 22 miles on my car, And uh, and getting three kids to school, and then I get to start my day.
0: And then you get to work for 20 minutes and then start picking them up?
3: Right, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That's
2: that's pretty much, yeah. Like My week was, it's kind of like how at the beginning of the pandemic stuff, when um, those memes would go around, it would be Dolly Parton, and she's like, Working. Are you going to do the Dolly Parton voice again, (laughs) please? You know I love Dolly Parton. You bet. Your your voice work has been so (laughs) nice lately. It's the one where she where it's like you know working nine to nine fifteen and then (laughs) nine forty five till nine fifty three and then ten ten till ten seventeen because it's like okay okay and I also one thing that's nice about the virtual is I don't have to do the driving around. But I was the. Um, but they're there.
3: I'll take the like, driving <laughs> <yeah>. around.
2: <laughs> they're there
3: because like, you know what yeah. I do from nine. Because my son goes to after school, so I don't have to get my son until like after normal working hours, like five thirty, six o'clock. Oh,
2: that's nice. And then the
3: girls have rides home, for different places, and various activities. So from you know, I get home at nine, and my house
2: is quiet. That mm-hmm. you know, you're right. Oh, that would so be nice. really nice. Mm-hmm. I think I would take driving God around. Bless to have quiet school, right? Well, I was also the Pollyanna mom who was like, we're going to start every morning with a family walk. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the family walk is three individuals who are outside moving around. I wouldn't call it a family walk in the sense that we're all like happy family. I saw your Facebook
0: pictures. Like one was up there. (laughs) One (laughs) was out of shot behind you. One gets Mm -hmm. on
2: the scooter and his goal is to get back first. So he gets on his scooter and he does our little route and he gets home and then he can do whatever he wants. The other one um, is just seething with anger that he's <laughs> yeah, outside to begin with and and then, you know, just making his case. And then I'm like on my phone, like, right. you know, checking text messages. And, like, checking taking Beautiful. pictures of them, posting What a, on what a lovely
0: family memory. It's lovely. Memory. Yeah, we're, really, nice. we're bonding. <laughs> Sounds wonderful.
2: I do want to say, though, that one thing that is really interesting about having class on Zoom I just want to give permission to any other parent of a kid in my son's class to yell at my kid if necessary. (laughs) Like if my kid is the one who's like in the chat box when they're not supposed to be in chat or the Mm -hmm. one who's like, like my camera's on, my camera's off, my camera's on, my camera's off. Mm -hmm. It's uh, yeah. You can just say, hey, knock it off. I, I know you. I know where you live. I see you. I know your mom. <laughs> Knock it off.
0: It's it's a collective. You, yeah, the village. It takes a village. The village. Can it takes disappoint. a village to yell at your son.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Got it. Got it.
2: Number four.
0: Episode 34 was Sounds Like a Party. That was a fun episode. That was fun. That was a fun episode. Um, Heather tried to convince us that 2020 was actually okay. Um, because, <laughs> there's a, because, because there's a because there's a holiday every day. Because I'll, there's actually a holiday every day. I'll
3: never trust another word that comes out of her
0: mouth. <laughs> she really tried to convince us that it was okay. Um, we decided that we were going to submit an application. We were going to invent a holiday. So I want to know from you guys what... What, sh- what should we celebrate?
3: I think that the day that a, um, uh, an actual COVID 19 vaccine is invented, yes. we need to have a, be a
0: national holiday. Vaccine Day. Yes. For a national sure. National holiday for it. I think that you're right. I
3: think that it's you're like, right. Uh, but then I, on a real note, I, would, I, I have thought this for many years that I feel like voting day should be a holiday.
0: I do, too. When yeah. it's time to vote, because
3: too many people juggle too many things trying to get out and vote, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like we almost discourage it with our obsession with the, the nine-to-five Dolly Parton grind, Yeah, and so it makes, like, between picking up kids and dropping off kids, I feel like it's just way too easy to let your day get too busy to vote, so we should have a, a holiday for voting.
2: Wow. But- I just want somebody to say, I'm sorry, I couldn't vote because of the Dolly Parton grind.
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's like chafing, though. That's not really a grind.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I agree, though. I think voting day should be a holiday and that everybody should be able to take the day off and and go vote
3: i mean if we can take the day off for like you know president's day come on give me yeah time.
2: i mean they're already dead we should take off the they day don't care for, like, the <laughs> they would like us to know. like just move yeah, that they don't know day the worst celebrating
3: right. them. move that day to november and have it be voting day.
0: yeah i agree it's not a bad idea like president's day could be combined combined with voting like it's what we're doing we're there to get a new one yeah you know so <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. yeah yeah sometimes sometimes that's what's happening I that's way better like our holidays were like bubble bath day like you know like you 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 came up with something significant so points to brian nice hey. job you know something actually useful i'm
3: gonna dislocate my shoulder pat myself on
0: the back
2: <laughs> i came up with i suggested a day on heather solves everything um we suggested um hug a social worker day i
0: heard that i heard that on that episode yeah
2: because mm-hmm. they are saving the world mm-hmm.
0: um any holiday comments lisa or should we move on
2: um, I really like Brian's idea. I think it's a great idea. And All right,
1: we should combine it with President's Day. Well, they used to have. We used to do Washington and Lincoln. You guys remember, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. And then mm-hmm. they were like, "No more Washington, Lincoln. Now it's just now President's, just President's State. You just Day." Get so one. now it should yeah. just be, yeah, "Let yeah. have a day off to vote." I think I it's like a great it. idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. I, I have also
3: that's thought the that the, the, m- the Monday after the Super Bowl would be a nice mm-hmm. holiday oh, yeah. because. Mm-hmm. Either they need to make that sucker. Why have this be called
0: recovery day or just
3: put the Super Bowl on a Saturday and Mm -hmm. have everybody just kind of sleep in and be hungover on a Sunday. But like the Monday after the Super Bowl is one of the most widely called in sick days, Mm -hmm. you know, historically Mm -hmm. in the United States. So I feel that way about the,
2: the day after Halloween. I feel like when Halloween is A weekday? A weekday and the kids are out trick or treating and then they're eating candy all night and then the next day you have to get them up and make them go to school. Well, virtual school. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't candy. It's all
1: jacked up on candy. Yeah. Halloween is on a Saturday this year, though. I know, and it's so. gonna be a
2: full moon. Oh.
0: I don't understand why there's any debate about Halloween this year. Like it's the one day a year that you wear masks anyways. Like why, <laughs> right, you know, like it's fine. Like it's fine. Go. It seems
1: fine.
2: Yeah. We've, been mm-hmm. try- we've been talking about, like, because we've already had the what if we can't trick-or-treat question. Mm-hmm. And so um, I've, I've decided that if there is socially taboo to trick-or-treat, which I really hope it's not. I hope we can trick-or-treat. But if for some reason there's lots of societal pressure to not trick-or-treat, I'm going to do it, like, Easter, where I'm going to, like, hide the candy all around the house, and I can just go and
0: hunt all over. There you go. <laughs> kind of like idea. an Easter egg hunt. An you Easter know, egg but, hunt, but it's Halloween. But Halloween. There yeah. we
2: go. Number five.
0: Episode 35, Heather, was about polygamy. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, we spun <laughs> off into, it. remember we spun off into a discussion about cults then? Mm-hmm. And the question posed was, do we think polygamists are the leaders of small cults? And I want to hear from Brian on this. <laughs> Wow,
3: <laughs> I feel like the um, if in a traditional polygamist household, like if you picture what's the little I, town and you know
0: what I love about you, you take whatever I ask you seriously. Like you're, you're
3: really formulating like, an actual yeah, who, answer whoever, here. God okay, bless so you. In, a, in a in a scenario, I want I want to give a thoughtful answer to mm-hmm. the question about multiple sex partners.
0: Always mm-hmm.
3: in a in a if in a in a scenario where it's hypothetically a man with six wives. Mm-hmm or a wife with seven husbands although that's how polygamy work that's less yeah. common i feel yeah. like if you are um, convincing enough to make that a good idea to a group of women then you 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 can be the ceo kind of, of persona, microsoft right? like yeah, you, you carry uh-huh. a lot of gravitas yes. to uh, be able to convince at least the simple minded among the your mm-hmm. peer group that we should all be in one big bed together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, maybe so. I think you're
0: like a little cult leader. A
3: cult of personality.
0: Cult of person.
3: Don't do that. Uh, okay, dude. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the most awkward <laughs> eye contact I've ever experienced in this studio. Oh, it was, no, like, no. Tongue. No, no your there's, tongue there's was no like your tongue was like poking into your yeah. cheek, and your great. Oh, god, get me out of here. I,
2: <laughs> Brian, do you want to Look sit? In my do you want to sit on the on the? On the on yes, the can class? we just pull up? I'm gonna
3: I'm gonna move my microphone in there and sit with Evan. Whatever,
2: Brian. <laughs> but yeah, I think that uh, a,
3: a polygamist, uh, the, the head of a polygamist household, could be considered a. At least they have parallel skills to a cult leader.
2: Yeah. I think that's a that is a is where I am too. I think that the skill set is easily transferable. <laughs> it's from like a, polygamy to cult leader.
3: I, I have a friend of mine who's a stay at home mom and she's got six kids, and I feel like she she's could she could know she could she's got parallel skills to like Jeff Bezos at Amazon. Right. Like she's clearly an executive leader, clearly a, a problem solver, a, a multitasker. I feel like there's a lot of parallel skills. I oh,
0: bet you sure. she would love it that you just brought her into the conversation about polygamy and cult leaders for sure I'm sure that that's very flattering very nice she's got enough
3: kids to qualify for <laughs> something I don't know
1: thoughts on polygamy and cults oh. um <laughs> Well, is don't isn't it based on their it's based on their religion, right? right? So mm-hmm. it's not always it's not not always, okay. Some
3: religions are more encouraging you have about an behavior here,
1: right apparently. I, I've <laughs> had
3: friends who've been in that religion that we're not talking about
1: okay i yeah, I, I I guess I assumed or thought that it was based on religion, so they're they're following, you know, like their beliefs. It's like,
2: well, yeah, the the way that the conversation originally came about is we were um watching um three wives, one husband where it is fundamental <laughs> We
0: weren't watching that. You I were
2: watching, watching Please that. clarify. Yeah. I was watching Three Wives, One Husband. Is that what it was? Yeah. I don't Which know. they are is fundamental show? Yeah. Okay. They're <laughs> fundamental Mormons. Okay.
0: But she's I, just I, watching Three Wives I, and a Husband. <laughs> I need a clarification. I'm
2: sorry, I should have clarified. Yes, it's a television show. On TLC or God Netflix. Yeah. And so, yes, they are fundamental Mormons, but I guess there are polygamists who aren't connected to religious. Sure. Never beliefs. really thought about it. Never. I always assumed that it was a religi- religious thing. Yeah.
3: I think that um, I had a point. It just poofed out of my brain.
1: All
2: right, moving on. <laughs> Episode 36. <laughs>
0: the behavior analysis show
3: oh i had a polygamy story go ahead no i'm not gonna do it
0: no let's hear your polygamy story no, you'll just
3: get a no, later wanna, and say I, no oh, cut that. It's eight minutes out
0: <laughs> oh my god tell your polygamy story please
3: so i had a friend of mine it wasn't called polygamy she called it polyamory uh,
0: okay yeah right right, right okay
3: and yeah. so she and she had a boyfriend and she approached her boyfriend and basically said so listen you're basically informed him that he wasn't satisfactory or enough. Right?
0: Yeah, I need I and need so something else. She here.
3: needed more, and mm-hmm. so she started bringing a girl in. But she didn't want to have like a three at a time situation. She just wanted to date this person and and be in like. And she f- saw herself as being fully in love with multiple people at the same time. So it's like it's like that, but it was like she was mixing genders and all kinds of craziness.
2: Right, and I think that when people talk about polygamy outside of a religious context, I think of it as being polyamory. Yeah, but. Uh, because I think that the polygamist family situation is like a, this is an agreement that we've all, that we're all doing because God commands it, not because we're all in love. Right. So you said
0: some of the women were super miserable on the show you were watching. Like,
2: almost all of them seemed really super miserable, except for the first wife whose idea it was. Mm-hmm. With, Oof. Yeah. I mean, I, nobody looked happy. Nobody looked happy.
0: Well, on that uplifting note. The only
3: happy Mormons I've ever seen are the ones riding their bikes around with their little white t-shirts on, like, you know, spreading the word around door to door. They seem like they're in a pretty good mood.
0: Okay. Moving
3: on. (laughs) Number six.
0: Okay. Uh, Episode 36 was the Behavior Analysis Show. We talked about my past life, analyzing and changing human behavior. Um, We brought up ways to problem solve issues in our relationships. Uh, We talked about kicking the shit out of an ice machine. Oh, yeah. It was a big show. Um, Lisa, you are the only one among us who has raised children through functional adulthood. (laughs) What is, like, your one biggest behavior management tip that helped you survive, like, the teen years where the three of us are quickly headed with our young kids?
1: Oh, wow. Um, Let's see. The teen years. (laughs) You made it. Uh, I mean, you made it. Uh,
0: And you've got, like... Two functional adult... Well, I mean, one really super functional adult child (laughs) and one that's really getting there
1: quickly-ish. Oh, jeez. I would (laughs) say, I guess, patience. A lot of patience. A lot of patience and a lot of... um, I always tried really hard not to be a hypocrite Mm -hmm. and to remember all the dumb stuff I did (laughs) and the fact that you are just trying to figure life out and make your way and so like kind of let them do the same. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say that's the best... And alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> for you, Patients not and them. alcohol. Yeah, for me. No, not for them.
3: Oh, I've been <laughs> doing it wrong then.
2: <laughs> no. Patients and alcohol. Yeah, there you go. Do you have girls or boys or a mix? I have one of each. Do you find that you parented your um, different genders differently?
1: Um, my daughter would say so for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I, I don't think so. Like, I, I don't think they were disciplined dif- differently or treated differently. My daughter, um, would say that she, I was harder on her, but I think that that wasn't a gender thing. That was, uh, she was the oldest, Yeah, you know, so the oldest, everything is like gotta be, well, when, you know, away and you're a new parent and everything is very, right. And then the so by the second one, you're kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. Right. <laughs> I can't imagine by the Keeping third or one the fourth. Keeping this one alive, right? Yeah, like <laughs> you yeah. know. What's, what's
3: the age difference between your two? Uh,
1: they're two and a half years. Okay. So my daughter is 25, and my son's just about to turn 23 next or in gotcha. November. And they're cool. really super cool people. Yeah. You did a good job. So thank you. Pat on the back to you. They are super cool people. We I enjoy spending time with them, and they are both finished college, and they're they're doing great.
2: Yeah, it's pretty cool. Congratulations. Thank you.
3: Number seven.
2: Episode 37 was
0: Heather's show about putting yourself out there and using your voice on social media. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You encouraged us to, you were talking about how to moderate dissent, and we were talking about all the emotional energy that that Mm -hmm. takes to, like, put yourself out there um, and maintain a conversation that, something that can be contentious, but you're trying to keep it neutral and trying to keep it moderate. What do you guys think? Is it worth it or not? And I want to know from you how go the wars. Like, has it toned down? Are you like back to a status quo place? Is there any friend fallout? Is there any? I don't think drama.
2: So. Nobody has told me that they are not my friend anymore. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I, um, I. It seems much more calm. Um, I think that the start of school distracted people, um, but yeah, I mean, it's better. But I, I, I do, I think it'll probably be a matter of time before I start to notice whether or not anybody permanently distances themselves. Yeah. But, you know, that's
0: how it goes. Lisa, we were talking yesterday about an online conversation that you
1: got into with someone. I mean, do you think it's worth it? Like, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Nope. I don't think you change anyone's mind over social media. I don't think that, you know, it used to be, you don't, you don't talk about politics and you don't talk about religion. Those Mm -hmm. were, that was those were the rules, mm-hmm. like at family dinners, at whatever. Mm-hmm. And now we're putting all this stuff out there for the world, and everybody wants to argue their side, and everybody wants to try to change your mind. And I just don't think you're going to, and I don't think it's worth it. I just, it, it wasn't worth it in my case. Mm-hmm. It, it was... Not satisfactory,
2: <laughs> oh, did you have a situation where you said something and it wasn't received, or somebody else said something and you didn't um like where it? I where I
1: commented on something um and I honestly the only thing I was trying to do was to understand why that person felt that way mm-hmm. and I ended up being attacked oh um and so really attacked and i was I had to just be like like clearly you can't have a reasonable um conversation and have a lovely day and just yeah. getting off of it, but it was upsetting, so it was like I honestly just wanted to know why you felt this way about about an issue or whatever. And it never got to the bottom of it. It could never be explained and it turned into name-calling. It was terrible. And
2: so. I've learned that there are some people in my life that I absolutely will not even comment, like, bring it up at all because I know that that's what's going to happen. And then there are some people who um, are not that inflammatory and, and we can have an, a nice conversation But yeah, I definitely steer clear when I know that it's going to turn into something dirty.
0: you have anything to say?
3: Oh, I just that um, I I feel like social media has a tendency to be so divisive and we tend to be so um, tribal in like who we surround ourselves with. And um, I think that anytime you have an opportunity to inject some sort of reasonable, thoughtful positivity into a scenario, it's probably the universe is better for that. So like if, you know, I I don't like stirring the pot, but I, I like asking questions and I like trying to have reasonable conversations, like you said. And I, I haven't gotten to the point in a, in any a particular scenario where I've been attacked like you're describing, Lisa. But, um, but, yeah, I can certainly see where, you know, we just tend to surround ourselves with people who agree with us. And that's just a really good way to, Stay in a a small mental space and it's comfortable, but it's not mm-hmm. realistic. And you know, I think we're we we all agree on a lot more than we probably disagree on. But it's it's so easy to get stirred up by the, your media of choice and 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 figuring out that the other side is just evil. That's I hate you know I don't use the word hate very much, but I hate the way that we've become such that when we disagree with someone. It's not just okay to disagree. Mm-hmm. They become wrong. And right. if you're wrong, then you're bad. Like, yeah. If I disagree mm-hmm. with you, it's because you're a bad person. Like
0: everything is so yeah. polarizing. Yeah. It's on or it's off. And, and it's, you're and you on make my these, side or you're off it. And
3: right. And you, you know? make these value judgments about the heart of other people based right. on their opinion that you disagree with. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't, I can't get yeah. there.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm more reasonable than that. I think I try to be.
0: Congratulations on being reasonable.
3: Number eight, well,
0: episode thirty-eight. We talked about finance and fear. We talked about the many fears that plague the upcoming trip to Portugal. We talked about ways to combat fear. Um, we talked about Heather that the best way to get through things is we think of the worst thing that can happen in the situation, and the fact that we stay alive. Um, and instead of spin off into a question about this episode all of us who are sitting here are people who have faced some pretty significant stuff in our lives. Um, 3 out of 4 of us went through divorces. Uh, we've single parenthood. So really, I just want to pat us all on the back. I want to tell us all that there is no question from this episode. It's just big ups to all of us for powering forward, for being vulnerable, for trying again. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. Go team. Yay. Aren't we fabulous? Number nine. Episode 39, um, as happens frequently when we do the recap show, we actually haven't recorded episode 39. We do them out of order. It seems to happen this way a lot. This is at least the third time that it's happened this way. Mm -hmm. So um, what I want to do instead, Heather, is let you talk a little bit about Heather Solves Everything.
2: Oh, okay. Cool. Well, uh, I wasn't prepared for that. (laughs) I was looking she knows. always always coming
0: with you know, like letting you guys <laughs> be prepared and know what's coming, you know?
2: I was actually looking um in my phone to see if I had texted myself um the idea for next week's show. Because oh. I usually mm-hmm. do. And I did text myself the idea for the show. But do you want to do you wanna tell, you tell or is it top is. secret? I think it's top secret because That's I'm okay. not I'm not quite ready to I'm not done deciding whether I like it or not. But my other show, Heather Solves Everything, is going really great. You are solving so many issues. We are solving a lot. Um, Next week, Tuesday's show, um, Well, I guess by the time this that we're recording airs, it will have been yesterday's show. Is that right? I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) The the last one. At some point. The most recent show, we um, solved the problem of affordable housing and housing insecurity. Um, We have solved the problem of Alzheimer's um, care for the caregivers Mm -hmm. and um, the people who are caring for Alzheimer's patients needing um, respite and um, time to get other things done. And we've solved the problem of um, transportation for people who um, have had their driver's licenses revoked for some reason but still need to go to work and um, trying to keep them out of the um, cycle of keeping them in poverty by... Um, helping them get to work on bikes from the bike house. Um, we've we've solved the problem of um, safety, immediate safety and security for our people living on the streets with the backpack project mm-hmm. and making sure that they have um, just some of the essential items that they need when they are not at the shelter. Um, and we've solved the problem of um, mental health awareness and um, helping people who either want to, either need support and camaraderie because they are raising or caring or living with somebody with mental illness or um, people who are struggling with mental illness and and want to collaborate with other people on, on I- ideas of how to live with that.
0: And um, for our listeners, if you haven't listened to Heather's show, go on. She gives links to all of these resources and all of mm-hmm. these great projects and how you can support them and how you can donate to them and be a part of them and volunteer and all the good things that go along with it. So listen to Heather Solves Everything.
2: Yes, and if you know of an organization that I should know about, um, please let me know. Um, I am I'm always looking for new, um, interesting people to, who are solving problems without being given permission um, and without being given money and without being given any authority to do it other than the fact that there are great humans who saw a problem and decided to solve the problem. So let me know if you know somebody doing good. Number 10.
0: Number 10 is usually where we spin and talk about the other shows, but we just did that. So um, instead, I just want to use it as a placeholder to say thank you guys for being my zoo today. Yeah. Thank you guys. I'm so happy. It makes me so happy. Sister, thank you for coming in.
1: You are welcome. Thanks for having me. Mm
0: -hmm. Thank you, listeners. Heather and I have been at this for 10 months now. And our numbers are at a pretty decent place for 10 months in. Um, this is our 90th episode. That's crazy. Yeah, next time you're in is going to be episode 100, Brian. Wow. I
2: know. It's going to be we crazy. We should do something special. We should wear all like silver and gold or something. It should be a no. national <laughs> holiday.
3: You oh should God. do like the 100th day of school and glue 100 Cheerios uh, to oh, your shirt. Oh, dress like a
2: 100
0: year old. Right. We should we dress little like we're 100 Yeah, that's That'll a good idea. Um, Brian will be back for that episode, and Brian will be back at the end of the year. We're going <laughs> to do some not quite therapy.
3: Oh, I could use the some Christmas.
2: More. The ugly Christmas sweater edition. There you go. It's going to be fun. It's going to be really great. Get um, fired up. Y'all, yeah. so far, all the ideas that we just came up with are not suitable for radio.
1: <laughs> They're very visual.
2: <laughs> They're all very visual. <laughs> we're dressing up. I'm we're, still stuck yeah. on the
1: gluing 100 Cheerios to your shirt. You really? Someone does that?
2: <laughs> oh, that's school. a thing? School has changed since your kid yeah. were little. Yeah. 25
3: years ago, they, wow. there weren't as many Pinterest moms, but yeah. now there's Pinterest moms, and those people are insane.
2: Yeah. You have to make the... a big deal about the 100th mm-hmm. day of school.
3: For no damn reason whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like some third grade Seriously. teacher in like right. you know, Tennessee somewhere looked at her calendar one day and said hey do you know we've been here 100 days, 100 days. and that started this trend that you had to bring 100 something you to have, school you
2: had to bring 100 100 pretzel sticks 100 uh, or like
3: or draw the 100 100. word 100 yeah. and 100 my kid did cotton balls one time yeah, yeah. Just shoot
2: i have never me. heard of you have of to dress so like you're 100 measured. they wear a big 100 hat i mean yeah. it's crazy town <laughs> <What> the, the, <laughs> Uh, it's just giving parents more stuff. To that's it. it. Yeah, I feel like the teachers just...
3: who have these great ideas just hate parents.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh
3: huh. Like the theme weeks, like Hat Day and Crazy Sock Day and Crazy Hair Day. Right. Yeah.
2: Right. Like that's that's what we. Yeah. They're about. like, uh, yeah, you don't submit the field trip form on time. Guess what? Hundredth day of school <laughs> project. <laughs>
0: There we go. Two can play at that game. Oh, thank you guys for being here today. This was fun. I'm glad that I got my ass out of bed and showed up here today to do this. Me too. It Makes was fun. You guys.
2: All right. Until next time. Bye. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah. Tell us what you learned. We're on all the things.
1: For those of you looking to increase
3: your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit chrissyandheather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y.
2: Like, share, and subscribe and tell everyone you know. Until next time.